Nike is one of the most powerful, iconic, global athletic brands that exist today. But how did they get here? And why do they feel so comfortable pissing off millions of people to keep growing that brand? Let's get into it. Hey everyone, and welcome. Today we're gonna to talk about Nike, a brand you all know, maybe love, maybe don't. So as you know, they've come out with some polarizing campaigns uh, as of late, 2019. They've uh, sponsored Colin Kaepernick, which is a, depending on how you look at him, either a disgraced uh, NFL quarterback or a leader for change um, because of his political beliefs. Um, you know, you can Google the story if you don't know who he is, but either way, Nike sponsored him and included him in some very powerful uh, campaigns spanning from billboards to videos. Um, and they used the campaigns to kind of show and align themselves with staying true to yourself and pushing for change, which has been a part of their brand since anyone can remember. In doing so, though, they have, uh, without a doubt, pissed off millions of people who used to love them but didn't support or don't support what Colin Kaepernick stands for. So how does a powerful brand like Nike feel comfortable associating themselves with somebody like Colin Kaepernick? You know, Nike is not full of idiots. They did their homework, right? And they knew that the majority of their customer base and fan base and, and, and audience are millennials or younger driven athletes, people who are driven for change. And they're more likely to support somebody like Colin Kaepernick who doesn't give a flying fuck what other people think uh, he's going to stand for what he thinks is right. Nike wants to align themselves with that, even though there's a momentary dip maybe in fandom from certain people, people will get over that and they'll forget about it in five years. Uh, a lot of people have already forgotten about it and they'll go back to buying Nikes because it's a great product and they want to run faster, right? So the ways Nike's been able to do that though is they've been able to do that by growing an immensely powerful brand using some really simple strategies that you guys can use to grow your brand. So let's get into what they are. Number one, they have created a great brand from a visual standpoint. If you go ask somebody, hey, uh, what's the first thing that pops into your brain when you think of Nike? They're going to say the Nike swoosh or they're going to say just do it. Flip that over. If you show somebody the Nike symbol and you say, what do you think of? They're going to say Nike. If you uh, say to somebody, hey, what do you think of when you hear just do it? They're going to say Nike. So they have done an amazing job at creating a very simple, versatile tagline, just do it, and done a great job developing the logo. So by the way, they did this with their agency, Whedon and Kennedy, decades ago. So the agency paired with Nike did a great job at creating this brand. Likewise, you want to make sure you're creating a very simple, versatile, yet powerful brand statement, whether it's a tagline or just a core mission for your company. Even if you're a hometown lawyer or an accountant, or if you're selling sneakers online, you want to create a brand because it's the first thing that people think of you. The next thing Nike has done is they have been very consistent with that message. So aside from the actual visual brand, they've been very consistent with their message of supporting driven, strong athletes. Okay. If you're motivated to get better at a sport, Nike is right there with you. In fact, they are driving you. Okay. They've stayed so consistent with that leading right up to endorsing Colin Kaepernick 
They're supporting his mission to stay driven to a cause that he feels is right. And since he's an ex-athlete, whether you loved him or hated him when he was a quarterback, uh, he's an ex-athlete, so it aligns with Nike's mission. But whether you look at that campaign, you look at the uh, fantastic uh, strong women uh, campaign that they came out with, I believe around the Olympics, where they told great stories about how athlete women athletes are overcoming obstacles and pushing the boundaries and, and becoming great. This campaign was supporting young women athletes and giving them something to be driven towards it. It gave me chills when I watched it. I remember sitting there with my wife when we first saw it and we just looked at each other and we were like, whoa, you know, that was epic. Nike has done a great job staying with this this brand message across all their advertisements, whether it's print, TV, digital, social. They've done a great job sticking with that. And you should too. Whatever your brand message is, stay consistent with all of your marketing and even sales. You should make sure that everyone understands what your core mission is, why it's there, why it matters to them, whether it's your salespeople, your marketing people, your customers. They need to know why it's your mission, why it matters, and why they need to believe in it. If you do that, you've pretty much conquered 80 to 90% of your marketing and sales right there because you can weed out people that don't align with you. And they're probably not worth trying to sell or market to anyways. Uh, and, and you're attracting people that do believe in that message or that mes- mission even tighter into your brand. The third thing uh, Nike has done is they've pushed innovation and technology. So this might not be, seem like a marketing thing, but it is because your products should, at some level, market themselves. And so they've always come out with the lightest sneaker, the, the most innovative fabrics uh, or styles. And they're constantly pushing the boundaries of performance and style in the athletic space. Look to your own products and services. If you're a lawyer, how can you use technology to save a little bit of money for your clients? I know that's not a thing for, for lawyers or maybe not a, you know, the, the stigma is that's not a thing for lawyers. They charge a lot per hour. But if you use technology that makes your job easier, maybe you can work on cases for a shorter period of time and charge the client a little bit less. They're getting more service for less money. But maybe lawyers is a bad example. Maybe you're trying to sell t-shirts online and maybe you can make your t-shirts faster and you can make one-off t-shirts. You can make, somebody can send in a graphic that they want printed, you print it, ship it out to them. Innovation is its own version of marketing. Nike has used it. You should use it and, and market it or let it market itself because you have a superior product. I'll give you a quick example. Good Monster, my marketing agency, we're actually changing our business model because technology, media platforms are allowing us to put content, great high quality content out faster than ever before, which serves our clients well because that's what's needed in today's day and age. Unless you already have a behemoth brand, you need to be pumping out content like the world is going to end tomorrow and everyone needs to know who your brand is. If you can put out 50 pieces of content a day, you should. And if you can't, you should put out 49 pieces of content. So we've leveraged technology and are using that strategy because we know that that's what works today. And we're actually changing our business model to allow us to get work approved faster, put it out for our clients and distribute it quicker, and then measure the results at a more fine-tuned way than we used to be able to. So make sure when you look at your business, you're constantly innovating 
just like Nike does. The next great thing that Nike does is they tell amazing stories. In most or if not all of their marketing campaigns, they're telling a story that they want you to connect with. And they're telling it about their core demographic, the young driven athletes. So whether they're featuring Serena Williams in a commercial, they often tie it back with the little girl who's aspiring to become a Serena Williams. When you look at your business, you have to tell stories to get people to care about you. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're a manufacturing company, you need to tell a story of a company that hired you to make their stuff and it made their life so much easier and it made their customers happy. You need to tell them a story that connects them with you. So think about stories you can tell. Customer testimonials are great. Case studies are great. Figure out the best medium to put them on. Video, write a blog post, write a case study, audio, podcast format, doesn't matter. But find a way to do it, tell amazing stories. Okay, so quick recap. Number one, make sure you have a very recognizable visual brand, tagline, whatever it might be. Make it simple, make it versatile. Number two, make sure you stay consistent with your brand message and don't deviate even if you might piss a few people off. It shouldn't be uh, uh, aggressive and it shouldn't hurt people, but you need to stick with it and don't deviate just because a few people might not believe in it. Number three, push innovation and, and technology into your product, into your service to make it better, faster, greater, and get better results. And number four, tell stories. Tell them often, tell them deep, and make sure they're connecting with your audience. Thanks for watching, everyone. If you like this video, smash that like button. I feel like everybody says that. Why don't you just press it? Why don't you just click the like button? Click it. Click the subscribe button also if you like these videos because we're pumping out lots of good content about business growth and marketing and how we uh, are growing our marketing agency as well. So check it out. See you next time.